Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Amen, amen, amen. Make some noise for Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Because surely you're not clapping for me. Amen, amen. Well, let's pray. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen. So my testimony is one, if we have any researchers, uh, it can be considered a longitudinal, longitudinal study because uh, the testimony, it, it happened, but you see, for certain things to be considered a testimony, it has to stand the test of time. Amen? Amen. So, you know, Crossover services, many of us Christians know, is a time where December 31st, we come before the Lord and we say, Lord, in this new year, I'm going to do this, that, 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 and the third. And I'm not going to do this, this, that, and the third. Amen? Do we, all have, do we all have moments like that? December 31st? So... My testimony is how, by the grace of God, I overcame the spirit of pornography and masturbation. And, you know, this is something that afflicts many of us in the body of Christ, many young men, young women, you know, surprisingly. This is something that, you know, the world considers to be normal, novel, but it truly, it is, it is a, a, a spirit that corrupts destinies, I tell you. And, uh, you know, the more young men I talk to, the more I find out that, that this, this thing that's out there, right, this addiction is, is really leading people astray. And, uh, you know, I was holding off on this testimony. I said, Lord, maybe, you know, 10 years, 15 years, you know. Whatever the case may be, that's when I'll come. That's when I'll be open. That's when I'll share what you've done in my life. But it was last week when I was talking to a brother, and, and he shared with me his struggles. And I said, you know what? I can't sit on this. Because 2020 was the year, by the grace of God, I, I, I came out of it. The Lord delivered me. And in 2019... I was at a different church. Um, I was here, but I was also, that's when I was like, a, what they call it, a gazelle, the first stage of being a sheep. You know, you're still fleeting back and forth. But, uh, but I heard a testimony that was powerful. I heard a man come with his wife and his child on stage, and he said, 
By the grace of God, it's been three years since I watched porn, since I masturbated. And I thought to myself at that time, still under the grips of sin, still under the grips of oppression, I said, wow, three years, three years of liberation, three years where you don't have to feel shame and regret at making a, a conscious decision to jump into a sin that you never intended to do. And I said, man, God, if I could trust you for that same grace, I would get up just like he did and I would testify of your glory. And ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I'm happy to say that it's been two and a half years. I'm happy to say that the Lord has kept me, that the Lord has sustained me throughout temptation, throughout, throughout whatever came my way. You know, the Lord used people. I couldn't take the credit for myself. He used family divinely. He spoke to, to, to people around me to keep me on the right track. And it doesn't stop with me. I now encourage fellow brothers. I, I, I have a friend, he, at the start of this year, he said, Chi, man, you know, what you're saying is great. Celibacy, you know, stopping all, it's great, but it's impossible. I said, no, it's not. I said, brother, if you really want it, if you believe, if you trust God for it, you can have it. And by the grace of God, after months of struggling, you know, he said to himself, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of being defeated when I already know God has given me the victory. And that same brother is walking on the same journey now by the grace of God. That brother is three months strong by the grace of God. So what, what's the nucleus, what's the point of what I'm saying? The point of what I'm saying is my struggle was internal. I didn't tell anybody, but I made it, I made a covenant to the Lord. I said, Lord, this year, I want you to, to, to help me eradicate this. Maybe you have something in your life that you're trusting God to eradicate. Maybe you have an addiction. Maybe you have struggles. Maybe you have something only you and God know. But I'm here to testify and tell you that whatever you trust the Lord for, whatever you're believing him for, whatever you're, 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 you're putting your trust in him for, he is able to do it. More than you can imagine. Because I didn't imagine myself here. But the Lord did it. Thank you. Amen. your feet and give God glory. Rise up to your feet and give God glory. Rise up and say, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you that the power of God is stronger than the power of the enemy. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord. You know, the enemy always knows what God has. Please have a seat. The enemy knows the purpose that God has for your life. So he will try to bring something your way. But we thank God for deliverance. And like he said, we all struggle with something, but the essence of the statement to let you know, whatever you are struggling with, whatever stronghold the enemy has on you, there is power available. There is power available. If you make a covenant with God and ask the Lord, that Lord, I need your help, he will indeed help you that one day you mount up on this stage and give your testimony to help somebody too. Amen. Thank you so much, Chief, for sharing with us your testimony. May God continue to use you for great, great things. Amen. I was telling them yesterday after we finished our prayer that some of the parents 
um, who's, who have children in the colleges are very excited that their kids are so much interested in the Basenta being led by Chi and our sister Lydia. So I was telling them that they are doing such a powerful job in the life of these young ones. Amen. And I know that God will use them to reach many, 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 many young people because the language that they will be able to speak to them, me and Auntie Doris, we can't speak. But God will use these young vessels to reach Although with my funky sneakers, I still can't speak the language that these young people, they speak. So we thank God for these beautiful vessels that he's using in our midst. Amen. A few announcements and we'll take our offering. We have saved camp that is coming on in August. Amen, church. Amen, church. Let the amen. church say amen. 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 In every season, summer, heat, cold, winter, amen, we are here. Oh 
everything I have, Lord, everything within me, oh, just to be, just to be in your presence.
why the church is so quiet. I thought you just heard a powerful ministration. As if the Lord did not minister to you. Is it the words or the people or the song that did not minister to you? I give you my being. I give you my all in all. I surrender my favorite things. What are some of the favorite things that you have to surrender unto the Lord this morning? Is it the heat? Your air conditioning. Wow. It's a sacrifice. You have sacrificed all other air conditioned church, churches and you have left them and you have come to this auditorium. It's a sacrifice. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Father, we thank you for these offerings that are given to bless your church. Bless these hands that give it. Cause them to be multiplied. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Why don't you stand on your feet? And begin to honor the Lord. Give the Lord a prayer of sacrifice. Offer your prayer unto him. Speak to him what you want the Lord to do for you. Begin to open your mouth and begin to receive from him if you believe. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the Living God, Shabe Talibradus Kabaha, Mandele Bredus Salabradishakabrandalababa. In Exodus 7, the Bible said that, and the Israelites, they defeated the Amalekites. And the Bible said that because of that, Moses, he lay down and prayed. And the place where they prayed, the Bible said that he called the place Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah the son of the living God, Rasubrataba. That victory is coming over you in the name of Jesus. I said, That victory is coming over you. The Jehovah Nisi is coming over you in the name of Jesus. Whatever that you are going through, as by the grace of God, you have made it into this Bethesda, this pool, this church. You are being set free from every calamity, anything that has hindered you by the prayer of your voice unto the Lord a prayer of sacrifice unto the Lord you are being set free somebody begin to lift up your hands and pray in the name of Jesus surrender your mind your soul your body unto the Lord and him and him alone in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Father we thank you and we bless you for your spirit that is here with us this morning we thank you for your grace that has found us father to come before your thrones my god and to hear your voice oh god and to transform us and to renew our mind and to heal us and to restore unto us and give unto us our heart desire lord we thank you for this privilege in the name of jesus we pray that lord you give us the grace of speed oh god to yield ourselves to your word this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that our life will never be the same. Let the word of God, the word that brings
get an entrance onto our life, which is the light. My God, that comes and illuminates us from the darkness of the enemy. Lord, we thank you. Reparus Kapata. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, have your way. Have your own way, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Father, come and take control. Come and fill our mind. Come and take control, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, the Son of the living God, we are grateful to you. Father, bless everyone. Sanctify us in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. And let every saint say, Amen. 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 Are you blessed to be here? Yes. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. There is a song that I wanted to sing, but I'm not quite sure if everybody knows how to sing that song. It's a hymn. Hallelujah. I mean, many of you are from Methodist, or you are the children of John Wesley, so a lot of hymns you are aware of it. But the song is that, ask of me and I will give you the nations. How many of you have heard it before? Ask of me and I'll give the nations as an inheritance for you. My father, ask of me. Send me to the nations as an ambassador for you, my Jesus. Ask of me. Is it very simple? Can you stand up and worship the Lord? It's a prayer unto the Lord this morning. Because of the message that God has given to us, I want you to make this a prayer unto the Lord. That Lord, may your heart be open. We know the month of July is the month of evangelism. Like Lady Pastor said, as we have been sharing, what have we been done? As far as the messages that we have heard, have we put the words into practice or we have just heard it? As the Bible's, Bible author as that, we should not only be the hearers, but we must become what? The doers of the word. Here I am. Send me to the nations as an ambassador for you. As an ambassador for you. Here I am. Send me to the nations as an ambassador for you, my Jesus. Here I am. Send me to the nations as an ambassador for you, as an Here I am, send me, send me to the nations as an ambassador for you. Do you believe this? My Jesus. Is he your Jesus? And are, are your words through unto him? Are you making this your prayer unto the Lord? 
Ask of me And I will nations Jesus said ask of him And he will give us This is Psalm 2 verse 8 Ask of me And I will give nations As an inheritance for you My father Father, we thank you. He said we should ask of you and you will give us the nations for our inheritance. You will give us the, the outermost Holy Spirit for us, oh God. Bless everyone. Father, give us the ears to hear. May we be obedient to your word this afternoon, Lord, this morning. And may your word impart in us. Give me the grace to speak to your precious ones. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. I thought we were going to clap for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, instrumentalist. God bless you. I bring you greetings from the Most High God. Hallelujah. Nobody is excited to hear greetings from the Lord because you are not clapping. You are not clapping. I didn't say... I bring you greetings from me. I said, I bring you greetings from the Most High God. The Most High. The Most High God. The Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are really excited about God, when you hear something like that, unless you don't believe the person that's telling you, it's two things. Either you don't believe because I'm saying it, or you don't believe that the Most High exists. Hallelujah. Because I said, I bring you greetings. If I would have said, Charlie, Clinton is outside or Biden is outside. And I bring you greetings from Biden. Biden, he is outside though. He, he is not here. By the time I said, I bring you greetings from Biden, everybody will stand and give ovation. Because Biden is coming to this auditorium. As hot as you are, you will still clap. Except the most high. Please, for us to receive from Christ, we must reverence him and from the depth of our heart, not because somebody has said it. It shows in you. When you hear the name of the Lord, something must move you. Many of you have beloveds. When you hear your, the name of your beloved, you, you, you shake. You shake. Hallelujah. When you hear, you shake. But the Bible said that at the mention of the name, at the mention of the name, at the mention of the name Jesus Christ, the Yeshua HaMashiach, at the mention of that name, every knee, the knee including every sickness, every burden, every commenting that the enemy is laying on you, when you have the faith in that name, that is the only way that name will move over your life. Until then, I challenge you, church, that name will be meaningless unto your life. The Bible says that they use their mouth to praise me but their heart is far from the Lord far far if you believe that when you mention the name of the Lord and something will happen and when you hear the name my God you will be shaken I said you will be shaken therefore God exalted himself to the highest place wow and gave him the name that is above every name 
every name, including Joe Biden, including the president of Ghana, Nana Akufuado. What's the name of the president from Jamaica? Shivon. <laughs> What's the name of the president from Trinidad Tobago? King Keith Rowley. Wow. The name of Jesus is above Keith Rowley. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. You must be excited. So I bring you greetings once again from the Most High. I said, from the Most High. From the Most High. Ah, the enemies are running away. The demons are disappearing. Just by praising the name of the Lord. I see demons disappearing. I see demons leaving you. I see sickness, tumors. I see burning, living away from you. By the mercy of the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Yes. That is that name. The Shekinah glory, when his glory comes unto you and you believe, you begin to feel transformation. Change is coming to you. Hallelujah. Change is coming in your way. Amen. I also bring you greetings from Reverend Kwame Owusudekon, our residing reverend who has ministered to us many years of his time here, counseling, giving us words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Hallelujah. I am grateful for his life. I believe you are also grateful for his life. God is also using him in a different level of anointing to minister unto us in a different way. Hallelujah. Some, there are many, many vessels in the house of God. The Bible says that some to honor, some to dishonor. And he's one of those whom God has given to us to speak wisdom into our life. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful to be part of it. I believe you are also grateful for his life. And I believe you will continue to support him. You will continue to hold his arms so that we will have victory in this church. As the, as the two, uh, Aaron and Ham, gave support to Moses and they won the, the battle for the Amalek, on the Amalekites, so shall it be unto us, Manhattan Church, we will find a church, believe me. We will find an air-conditioned church. I said, we will find a church. God will give us a church. He said he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So we are, for, for, for a period, we are tolerating the heat. It's okay. But a time will come, we will sit and cool ourselves. <laughs> you don't believe such things. Because you have been enjoying this heat ah, for a long time, so you don't believe that it's coming. Charlie, let's have hope in the Lord. Have hope in Christ. Hallelujah. If your time has not come, it does not mean that it will not come. It has just not happened. But his time, I say in his own time, in his own time, in his own time, he makes everything beautiful. I see your time becoming beautiful. I see your Saturday coming. Hey, Kalabadi, I see you taking healing onto your body. No more pains. No more pains. The Lord is delivering you in the name of Jesus. What are you going through? He's the God of all flesh. Absolute nothing that is too difficult for him. You just cast your burden onto him. Come as you are and lay your burden onto him. He will give you rest. I said the Lord is 
will give you rest. The Lord will give you rest. The Lord will give you rest. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, we are... How many of you will say that? Let's go out and evangelize because it's, there's fresh air outside than in the house. We are in the month of July and we are winning so for Christ. By the way, before I preach, I want us to pray for Chibizi. Such a powerful testimony. The Bible said that they have overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. And the words of their testimony, I'm not quite sure if you have been uh, addicted before or if you have experience or you know somebody who has been addicted and struggling with it. It takes the yoke of blood of Jesus Christ to separate you from such addiction. Hallelujah. And you see, the words of Jesus Christ, Satan is not afraid of the words of Jesus Christ. And it's not just the word being preached. It is the effect of the word that changes us. Hallelujah. The spirit that behind the word that makes difference in our life, which comes by availability. When you avail yourself, then the word begins to manifest over you. When you avail yourself, you give yourself to the word. You spend time with the word. You study the word and you begin to apply the word. Then you begin to experience the spirit. Reasons that you have, the reasons why you have to do these things is because Satan is not afraid of the word of God. Satan is not afraid. In fact, he lives with the person who wrote the word, who, who spoke the word for the word to become a full time for our learning. He was with them. In fact, he leads that person before he comes to speak. Hallelujah. So he's not afraid. To the point, he has gasped even to go and tempt him and speak his own words against him. To use it against him. But the man did not wrestle. He didn't wrestle. The man spoke back. You see, Satan's work, the reason why it didn't work is because there is no spirit behind. There is no effect behind the, work, the words of Satan. But when Jesus spoke, <laughs> when he spoke, the Bible says that the enemy flee away from him. Why? Because the words of Jesus Christ has effects behind his words. Is somebody hearing me? There are vain glory of words. Some words are very light. Others are very heavy. How many of you have heard Bishop being preached and thousands of people gave their life to Jesus Christ? Peter preached. And the Bible said that 3,000 were what? Added to the church. The effect of his message touched the heart of people for them to give their life to Jesus Christ. And I believe one of the things that has set this young man free is the effect of the word. It's the effect of the word. Why? Because he hears counsel and he yields to the counsel and he begins to study the counsel and he begins to read the counsel and he begins to experience that this counsel will help me if only I can obey them. Is somebody hearing me? Church, Chibozi, can you please everybody stretch forth towards this young man? Come forward. Come forward. Everybody stand on your feet. It's a powerful testimony. And what the Lord has done is unbelievable. It's not easy to come out from such. 
anything that you are addicted to. It's not easy. It's not simple. And people talk anyhow. Why this? Why that? Why are you doing it? Why this? No, no. You don't understand. You don't understand what the person is going through. You don't understand the battle that the person is fighting. Everybody has the level of their addiction. Hallelujah. Everybody. Some of you, your addiction is eating. You can eat all on stop. Even when you are full, you are still eating. Oh, you don't know that those, those things can be addiction. It cannot be. <laughs> so God has been gracious. God has been gracious. I've seen people voluntarily going to see counselors. They don't want that. It's the enemy. Some of you, you need to pray to be delivered from your addiction of just coming to church and not the word applying to you. You can come to church, you can come all right, but yet your life does not please God because you are, you are addicted to come to church and you have been seeing that as normal. It's not. The word must manifest over you when you come to church. The word must touch your heart. Hallelujah. Stretch forth hands. Speak prophetically over this young man. Pray that God will continue to protect and preserve him and deliver him. Thank God for his life. Thank God for deliverance. Thank God for setting him free from addiction. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We honor you for setting your son free. My God, from setting him free. Free from addiction, Lord. Free, oh God, from the work of the enemy. Free, oh God, because you want to use him. Father, thank you for using his life to be a testament to us. Knowing that you are able, I said you are able, and you are more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we seek and that we ask. You are able to set us free, no matter what we find ourselves in. You are able to set us free, and we thank you for setting your son free. And indeed, he's free indeed in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for this grace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray. And every saint say, Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. Last week, by the grace of God, I shared with you about follow-up. How many of you have been able to do some follow-ups? Being able to call some people to see how they are doing. I want to see by hands. Those on the Zoom, please. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. How many of you have made some calls? Has follow-up people? Being able to call and say, I'm checking up on you to see how you are. Trying to know the state of my sheep. The Basenta leaders. And those who are in Basentas. How many of you? The Zoom people. Come on video. How many of you have been able to do follow-ups? Every, every video. Every video. Hari. Every video. Thank you. Thank you. Mrs. Panagiotopoulos. Please pardon me for not answering your call yesterday. I mixed a call from you and I was not able to answer because I was in the middle of it. By the time I came home, it was very late night. But pardon me. I will speak to you after church. Yes. See by hands. Anybody? One person. At the back, two people. Three. Four. Four people. I see four. How many of us here? All right. 
Can I say something? And night cometh that none of us will be able to work anymore. This is the time. I know we are busy. I know we all have our issues. I know we all have what is burdening us. I know it's too hot. I know we may not have time to call. But you have time to talk to other people. Things that you really, is, they are very important to you. And souls are more important to you too. Thank you very much, Quick bro. Souls are also very important to God. So please, let's do our best. For us to do well before the eyes of the Lord must do the work that he has, he has called us to. And God has not only called the pastors, neither the evangelists, neither the teachers or the apostles. God has called every one of us. In John 15, 16, the Bible said that I have chosen you. You did not choose me. Jesus said, I have chosen you and ordained, and ordained you to do what? What has God called you for? What has he ordained you for? To go and bear who? That your fruit should do what? So if you don't follow up, if you don't win, what is it going to remain in this church? How can we retain the souls in the church? How can we have more employers in the church? How can we have more pastors? How can we have more prophets and more evangelists? How can we have more wives and husbands? How can we be multiplied? Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruits. That your fruits should remain. Now, after the fruit is remain, that's when you begin to receive from God. Anything that you ask. So the condition for you to receive from God is you retaining a soul in the church. Going to bear fruits. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Evangelism or soul winning message is difficult to preach. It's very hard because every Christian don't believe that it's a blessing to them because they think it's a work for Jesus Christ or a work for pastors. But these are the messages that bring divine transformation, divine restoration. This God said, for God so loved the world that he gave. How many of you have seen G B Bishop, the crusade? Have you been watching it in the Bafuma, sir. What's the what are the names? Kamaru, Kamaru, Bafu, sir. Yes, and another place. What are some of the places? Bafia, Batua. Huh? <laughs> I think five of them, right? And everywhere he preached, for God so loved the world, many people. Healing took place. Souls were saved by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I tell you, by the time Bishop is done from that area, which is probably done, you will see churches being planted in Cameroon. I said in Cameroon. I'm talking about UD churches and First Love churches. Hallelujah. That is how we retain souls in the kingdom of God. Amen. So please, the words are not just to preach, not to say it, and for us to leave. It has become like a parable of the sower. That Jesus Christ come and sow the word, and as soon as we leave, there is nothing in us. 
But when we hear, preach, powerful. Where is the power? What is the power doing? The power is to win souls. I pray that God will touch your heart. That you will yield yourself to the word and you become the doer of the word as well. Those on the Zoom, that's my prayer for you. Hallelujah. And everyone here, I pray that you yield yourself to the word of God. Be a worker for the Lord and God will be a manager for you and provide for you. God bless you. Well, we are still continuing on soul winning. 120 reasons. What a powerful word from our prophet. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. So, I mean, 120, you just take one or two of them. Just two. And apply it and see what you can do for God. I said, take what? Just two. Just two of them. Today I have few for you. I know Reverend Kwame has given us a bunch of them. I'm worried when I'm sharing this. I'm, I'm also kind of scary, you know, when I'm sharing because, fr frankly speaking, it's easy to preach a message of prosperity and provision, restoration, commanding them. It's not, to, it's not easy to preach about soul winning because it doesn't sound like it, it, it's benefiting me. It's like, it's a benefit to the church, not to me. But you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that your body is the temple. You are the church. And when the people come, they help each other. So by all means, you are the one. They are not going to help the, 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 the structure, the physical, the, the, the building itself. No. It is the people that are in the church. They are the ones that they are going to benefit from the souls that are coming to the church. You will have doctors here. You will have nurses. You have lawyers. You will have all sorts of professions. And when you need help, you will have somebody to talk to. You will have more pastors, more prayer warriors that you will come to them and they will team up together and pray for you. That's what the church does. Hallelujah. So let's do our best and win souls for Christ. So today I have a few of them that I want to share with you. We looked at our time. Kofi said, I have 20 minutes to preach. He gave me a sign. He said, Pastor Nana, it's too hard for me here, so please, let's run them up, let's run them up and be out of here. I'll do my best. <laughs> you see, and he has fun behind him. I don't have fun in the front. <laughs> and still pushing me to be out of here. What a blessing. Somebody say, what a blessing. It's our church. One of the reasons why you must be a soul winner is soul winning is important now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, neither not next year, but now because the night comes when no one can work. Wow. just came from Ghana. My dad, by the grace of God, is over 100 years old. By the grace of God, he is over 100 years old. It's a good place to put your hands together. By the grace of God, no sicknesses or anything, but is the old age weakness in him. And knowing this man, from the day that I set my eyes on my dad, he's always working, nonstop. 
<laughs> the first time I took the kids to Ghana, my wife was telling me, no wonder our house is what it is, tension. Every day work, why? But that is my dad, always working. I have worked for my childhood till I departed from him. The day that I stopped working is when <laughs> I moved away from the house. I washed flowers. Can you imagine flowers? I used sponge soap to wash flowers. The flower pots were painted oil paints, white. I washed them with my hand. And I would use pipe holes to wash all of them. And they would come and inspect it to make sure there's no spots. The last time I went, I have to carry him. He walks fine. He did this, but he has to hold on to me. He, he held onto my hands as I'm walking. And I was tearing, but I didn't want him to see. Because I remember the old days. I remember the old days when he was doing everything for himself. Today we have to do for him. Romans chapter 13, verse 12. The night is far spent. The night is far, very far spent. The day is at hand. It's now. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us put on the armor of light which is the word of Jesus Christ. Let's carry the word to the outside. The world needs us. Church, we cannot sit and put our hands in between our legs and expect souls to be saved. It's impossible. We have to move. The Bible says that God, the earth, was without form. When the earth was without form, the Bible said that and the spirit moved. When the spirit moved, he did not only move, that's action went. Then he spoke. We need to move away from our comfort zones. It's too hot, can't go outside. It's too far, can this. It's only us and our homes. We are only thinking about we and ourselves. Not the outsiders. But God wants us to work. He says, the, a night come. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on what? The armor of light. John chapter 9 verse 4. These are the words of Jesus Christ. This was Paul speaking to the Romans when he went there to preach. People were idle. Idle sitting down like doing nothing. So he told them, look, you can do that. You cannot sit because your night is far spent. You need to get up and put on that breastplate of truth. Jesus also came and said, I must work the works of him that sent me. I must. It's a must. It's a mandate for him to do the work that sent him. Jesus was sent. his father. If we believe he was sent by his father and he says the works that he came to do 
mighty works that we will do. What mighty works are you doing? He won't save. He saved the perishing one. He says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is what? While it is what? The night. While it is what? In the next month. But what? The day. For what? The night cometh. That when no man. No man. Beloved, this is the moment. The time that you have the eyes. The time that you have the strength. You will be able to walk. You will be able to jump. That's the time to preach. Not the time when you cannot walk like my dad. Very hard working person. But he can't do those things anymore. His days are over. I said his days are what? Those days are what? So it's a message to us, church. Jesus Christ, he spoke for a season that one day, I say one day, one will not be able to do God's work. If by the grace of God you are in this church, and this is the church that the privilege, opportunity has been given to us for everybody to become what you want to become in the house of the Lord. I say every one of us, unless you don't want to, this is not a church that are limited to a certain group. It's for every one of us. So long as you avail yourself, ask Chibozi, when he joined the church, was he doing anything? But today he's doing so many things. Every one of us who came to this church have a resume that came and gave to Apostle Jewel or Reverend say if you came under the feet of Reverend say you came and he submitted your resume and he said Reverend read my resume this is what I can do how many of you joined this church by that CV no we all came we sat under the feet of the authorities they ministered to us our hearts were touched and we gave ourselves freely he gave to us freely we also decided to serve isn't that what you have been doing all these years I know you can sing. Did you put a resume for before they ask you to join the choir? Or did you pay? Freedom. So Jesus said the season will come. Nobody can work for God. In fact, look, this is the time. You have freedom to come. A time will come, you will beg to do the work of God, but you will not be able to. You will even decide to pay to work for God. And that opportunity may not be there anymore. So I urge everyone here, please, let's do our best and work for the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, let's do what? Acts chapter 3 verse 12. I'm not rushing. I'm taking my time. You are not the one sweating. I'm the one sweating. Let me enjoy my sweat. You sit and enjoy the message. Acts 12. Acts 3 verse 12. Look at this. Peter said, and, and when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? They saw the wonders of what the Lord is using him for. And I come to tell you this afternoon or this morning that the same vessel, the same anointing that God gave to Peter and said that Peter, upon you, upon this rock that I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. This afternoon I come to speak that anointing over your life. I prophesy over your life that gift is being given unto you. That upon you, upon you who is sitting down right now, upon you who is hearing me, who is under my voice, 
I come to speak to you. That anointing is unto you. Christ is speaking to you. If only you can have the ears to hear. If only you can have the heart to receive. He will use you to build his church. And the gate of hell will not prevail. If only. <laughs> you, think, you think Peter. Peter was a fisherman. Didn't know anything. Didn't even know. He didn't even know proper. Perhaps he didn't even know how to read. Because the man, from the beginning, all that he's been doing is catching fishes with nets. The only thing he knows how to write is pick up a net and throw them. That is his writing. And the only books he knows how to read is count the fish. Fishes to know how many of them that he has been able to. But Christ came and transformed him. I said, Jesus came and found him. Bible said that he was walking at the Sea of Galilee. And then he met them and he called him and he said, Peter, today you will become a fisher of man. You are becoming a fisher of man. Hallelujah. You don't believe such things. I believe. If it has happened to Peter, John, and the Zebedee brothers, it will by all means happen to you. I said, it will by all means happen to you. Go and read Mark chapter 1 verse 16. It will by all means happen to you. If only you believe in these words. These words can only work when you believe in them. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Then he said, now as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon, Andrew, his brother, casting, what, what was he doing? Casting a net into the sea. He did not find them in the office. Church, if you are thinking that it's only air-conditioned places that you can win souls, it's a lie. Everywhere. Everywhere. When you step outside, that is where you see the millions. In your office, you only just see a handful. And they are not ready to hear you. For Jesus did not come for the rich. He said, I came for the poor. I came for the poor. I came for the poor. So they are outside. Those who are needy are outside waiting to hear from you. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you. What? Fishes of men. Go back to my acts, please. You are helping me with my message, Abigail. He says, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power? You see, the guy have nothing. He has nothing in him. He has nothing, absolute nothing. Didn't even know who Jesus is until. And by the way, if any one of you are thinking that those guys were virgin, it's not true. Even if their wives were not mentioned, we know that Peter's wife mother-in-law was mentioned in the Bible. So we know Peter wasn't a virgin. So you are thinking that, Pastor, I can't do this work because me, I have done all sorts of things. Peter probably did one thing. He's a fisherman. The girls come to buy fish. He, they, they have no money. He give them fish. Another thing is another offer. <laughs> Bring fish, I take you. Papa, I have no money to buy fish. Oh, you don't. You have body. Give me your body. I take, I'll give you fish. That was Peter. But God did not look at these things. Jesus did not look at our mistakes. In fact, he didn't even remind him. He didn't even say anything about his past. Neither did he comment about 
about what he did in the past. But God said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Today, God is calling you into his kingdom. He says, my dear sister, my brother, my sister, my sister, Kimberly, ah, Palusa, Rosmond, I bear wedding. God is calling you. Daniel, God is calling every one of us. Because there are many souls outside. There are many that are perishing. But God said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Don't believe these things. You don't believe God is able to do these things. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. And look at this. He says, as though by our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. Look, you don't believe that your prayer works, eh? Just avail yourself. Just begin to begin to eat the word of God. Begin to apply it and begin to share. You will be surprised. Somebody will call you by the message of your word. I am healed. By the message of your word, I am touched. By the message of your word, I am set free. I am delivered. Hey, I see you preaching. And I see many receiving their breakthroughs. Hey, Malai Katoska, I hear the voice of God onto your life. That God is instilling his word onto your tongue. And your life is being affected and you are changing. You are becoming a miracle healer. Because he said, the work that I did... Greater works would you do. Mighty. I'm on one point. Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Look at this. What did he say? For we cannot but speak the things which we have what? Seen and heard. You have nothing to worry about. You have heard the name of Jesus. You have come to church. Scriptures have been quoted for you. You have heard it. You have also seen. It's, it's vivid. It's right there for you. You have witnessed it. You have, your ears have heard. Your eyes have seen. Commit the same unto them. Don't have nothing to worry. Just take the scriptures and go out there. If you need anything at all, preach for God so loved the world. John 3, 16. That's your message outside. Tell the people. He will be amazed. How many? It's not by might, nor by power. It is by the spirit of the Lord. If you believe in the name and you speak the word, there is the spirit that quickened. The flesh, it profited nothing. So you don't go in the name of you. You go in the name of the Lord. And he will do the work. Every time I'm stepping out to minister, I say, God, if you want to be embarrassed, let your word be little. But if you want to be exalted, cause yourself to be magnified. Cause your name to be magnified. And indeed, by the time I come back, I will come back with joy. I said, I will come back with joy, not happiness. I will come back with joy, which is in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Bible said, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I can jump, and I can scream, and I can minister, and I can visit, and I can share with you. Because he has given me that joy, which has given me strength. Hallelujah. This is the true gospel. You really want to be saved? You want to be delivered? You want to be prosperous? This is the gospel that will make you prosperous. Hallelujah. This is the gospel that will set you free. Look, look at the Islamic nations of the world. There are millions of people under the cloud of this strict Islamic rules. Manhattan, please, we have freedom to preach. Look, I just sent a tape. Can we see that tape? Is it possible? If we can do. 
Look, you have no idea. And it's coming to America. It's coming. There are so many nations in Africa, in Europe, that the gospel is forbidden to preach on the streets. That you will be arrested. So this is a document saying that they reserve the right to charge me uh, with a criminal offense uh, up to two years uh, for basically just reading my Bible in the public park. What about for the police who arrested you? You know, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, I, I love the police. I have no problem with the police at all. I mean, I preach to the police, but it's only salvation. It's only the gospel. I'm not tell, you know, saying that you guys are a bunch of communist monsters or anything. I, I, I believe that police are fallible human beings just like anyone else and worthy of criticism like everybody else. This is not This is not Turkey. This is Seattle. They were in America. Right, and here's the document, but they don't have any complaint filed yet. <laughs> On, this was Sunday. I was at the uh, Seattle Center reading the Bible. <laughs> not aggressively preaching, not stirring people up, not anything. People throwing things, people, you know, just by preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to set people free, to set people from captivity. And uh, I think about. Ten police officers showed up. So at this point, we have no longer. We can no longer stand by the risk that you pose for public safety by remaining here. It can be mitigated if you leave. Your last chance. I don't want to leave because I'm not in danger. Your job's not to silence me. One second. Hallelujah. This man is preaching gospel. He's not asking anybody to give me money. He's not fighting. He's not contending. He's not doing anything. All that he's doing is reading the Bible. Do we see other people on the street doing all sorts of things? Do we see gay parades that they go naked and they're streaming? Do we see them? Nobody's arresting them. Nobody is arresting naked people on the street. Nobody. Nobody is arresting anybody being naked, exposing themselves to young people, young children, molesting them. But the one that is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to set the captive free, to set the captive free, he's been arrested for preaching the gospel. So church, if me and you do not stand and speak, our voice will be lowered. I said our voices will be lowered. Continue. You hear what happened to him? They are excited for arresting this man for the sake of gospel. Continue. What do you want to say to your critics who are saying you are unnecessarily endangering and inciting? A mob scene potentially why are they so offended by words i just believe in using the word of god so if those words are so offensive then the problem is here the problem is in you meanwhile there's a bunch of naked people walking around over here not even 200 feet away naked grown men around little children we got a city full of crime we got needles all over the place we got you know hallelujah law lawless uh hallelujah you see this is a message to us. Jesus said, the world does not know me. 
the world. The world does not know me. In the church, we fight each other. Where by the grace of God has found somebody to walk into the church. We cannot love. We cannot open our heart to speak words of encouragement. Rather, we gossip. We speak. It's another form of contending the gospel of Jesus Christ to cause others to backslide or to leave the kingdom. Yes, you may not stand outside to fight somebody preaching, but the person may come to church and to hear. And you, being a person that you must love the person and welcome the person and pray for the person and be there for the person, you are rather gossiping and speaking about the person. What, what he wears, how big he is, how skinny he is, what he did, what her hair do, what her clothes. Does that matter? Does that matter? Souls are precious. Let's cherish them, church. Go ahead. Uh, homeless camps everywhere. We got, you know, assaults. We've got broken glass. We've got Antifa running the place. But they got time to send in 10 police officers to arrest a street preacher reading his Bible in a park. I have been slammed on this pavement I don't know how many times. For the sake of gospel. Dragged through this pavement. Look at this the other day. That's For just the on sake my of hand. This was just Saturday. Dragged through the pa through the gravel. Forget about your imaginary fairy in this fucking sky. The, the police are going to love seeing Look at that, the, the Bible. Bible. They're going to love seeing kick the Bible. Look at this. Disrespectful. Hallelujah. This is a hate crime. You realize you That's guys good enough. It's painful. It's absurd to see such being done to an innocent person who wants to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you see, we are not intimidated by such. Do not be intimidated. Do not be afraid of the things. Because, you see, the, the, the reason why we are so afraid to preach is because we have not read the word. Jesus said, because of me, the world will hate you. Because of him. But Lord, be courageous. I said, be courageous. I said, be courageous. For I will be with you to the very end. He will save you. He will come and save me. He will come and save you. Say to the weary one. Do you believe this? Indeed he will. I said indeed he will. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And church, the gospel of Jesus Christ are not only for what? For pastors. And everyone here is a pastor. Everyone here is a prophet. Everyone here is an evangelist. Everyone here is what? It's a teacher. So stand up. And stand on the breastplate of the truth and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Put on the helmet that will protect you. When you, put the, when you carry the word, the word will protect you. The word will preserve you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give you one more point and we will be out of here. My last point is, you must be a soul winner because soul winning is the supreme tax of every kind of minister. Even if they are not evangelists. Hallelujah. Every what? 
every kind of minister. You are not writing the notes. This is why when you leave, you, you won't remember. All right. <laughs> you have to write to remember. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, please. Ephesians 4, 11. The Bible said that, and he gave some apostles, some. So that means everybody here, you will have a gift. It wasn't for only one particular group, but he gave some. Some apostles, some by the grace of God will become apostles. Some by the grace of God will be prophets. Some will be what? Evangelists. And others will be what? Pastors. And the rest will be what? Teachers. And indeed we have teachers. How many of you are teaching in Basenta? And how many of you are sitting down under the feet of others to be taught? And as you are learning, either you become a prophet or you become a good teacher than the, teaching, the teacher who is teaching you. Believe in such things. Some of you are, are more knowledgeable than your, your professors from school. They taught you, but you have grown up, Kezia, right? You have grown up to become more wiser and more knowledgeable than them. <laughs> don't say that. It's in the Bible that don't try to act like you are wiser than your teacher. <laughs> Even if you are, humble yourself and say, he, he taught me and I'm grateful for his life. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Do try not to outrun your pastors and your teachers and your evangelists. But on the same note, God wants us to know that these things are for us. Verse 12, please. Now listen to this. Verse 12. He says, for what? Every one of us, these gifts have been given to us for the perfecting of the saints and for the work of the ministry. You are called to be an apostle, a pastor, or a prophet, or a teacher for the perfecting of the saints. How do you perfect them if you do not teach them? If you do not prophesy over their life? If you do not pastor them by talking to them and giving them counsel? If you do not teach them the gospel of Jesus Christ? God said that it's for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. This is the reason why your life was saved. So that God will use you also to save others. I said, save who? Others. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. Stand onto your feet as we bring our message to the end. And I want everybody to believe in these words that are spoken. Second Timothy 4, 5. Bible says that, but watch thou in all things. In all things. Including whatever you do for yourself. In all things. He says, endure afflictions. Whatever it is, endure afflictions. But what? Do the work of an what? Evangelist. What does an evangelist do? He preaches. He heals. Like Prophet Dark. Like an evangelist Dark. He preaches. He heals. He restores life. He gave. To, he gave. He says, make full proof of thy ministry. Beloved, I believe God has spoken to us. I believe God has spoken to us. And he wants us to change our lives. He wants us to yield ourselves to his words. Romans chapter 10 verse 14. God wants you to follow his words and begin to work for him. Brethren, 
my heart desire and my prayer to God for Israel is that they might be safe. They might be what? Verse 2. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to what? The knowledge. Jump to verse 14, please. How then? This is the desire of Paul to the people in Romans, that the nations might be what? Saved. But how can they be saved? He says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? This afternoon, I beseech you by the mercies of God, desire to become a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There are so many avenues you can use to preach the gospel. Yes, you probably may not have the pulpit to preach, but you have other avenues to stand on them and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is the church that many avenues have been opened for everyone to become a preacher. Everyone. We are not only to be hearers, but we are to be doers of the word. One of the other ways we can be doers of the word is by preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Team, let's come up together. Let's come with one accord like the disciples did. Let's stick together and desire to preach the gospel. The world will hear us and heavens will be opened unto us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Speak unto him. Begin to pray and ask the Lord Speak to the Lord. Pray and say, Lord, touch me. Touch me, O oh God. Touch me, Holy Spirit. Hear me, Holy Spirit, and send me and I will go. Send me and I will go. Make it your prayer. Send me. Yes, you may not go out of the country. You may not go to the rural areas. You may not go to Africa. But there are so many places in America that you can go and preach the gospel. Even your own neighborhood. Your own neighborhood. You can. I challenge you, you can. If there is any voice that is telling you that you cannot preach, it is the devil. And let's, that, let's rebuke that voice. Hallelujah. Let's rebuke the voice of the enemy that is saying that we cannot do it. I come to challenge you. Ask him and he will send you. Ask of me. Here I am, send me to the nations, as an ambassador for you, as an ambassador for you, my father, here I am. That's your prayer this afternoon. Send me to the nations. Why don't you lift up your hands, he will hear you. As an ambassador for you. As an ambassador for you. My Jesus, here I am. 
Send me to the nations as an ambassador for you. As an ambassador for you, my Father. Father, this is our prayer. If you can use anything, Lord, please use us. Use us, oh God, this afternoon to propagate your work. Use us to the uttermost part, oh God, Father, to win the lost. For you said, those you gave me, according to the book of John, I have lost none. Holy Spirit, be gracious to us and give us the grace of speed to take this message, to take it and take it quickly with us and go out there and minister to those that you love. We are grateful to you. Thank you for touching their hearts. Thank you for saving them. If you are here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you are not a born again Christian. I want you to lift up your hands where you are. I will pray for you. A special prayer. If you are not a born again Christian, if you are not a born again Christian, lift up your hands. Those on the Zoom, if there's anybody on the Zoom, if there's anybody not born again I'd like to give you that opportunity that privilege a life without Christ is a losing game somebody or if you are here and you believe that your spiritual level is not up to where you want to be I want you to lift up your hands I will say a prayer with you I want the Holy Spirit to move you from glory to glory and strength to strength to desire to work for the Lord lift up your hands if you believe that you don't have that desire to go out and minister you don't have that passion that passion of Christ in you for the souls I need you to lift up your hands wherever you are Father God Almighty for the hands that are lifted up oh God I speak strength. I speak restoration. The restoration of strength to desire to win souls. Father, let that be their portion. Let that be their portion. Let them receive the anointing of Peter, anointing of Paul, anointing of Bartholomew. Father, for those who go out and, and, and win the souls, let them receive the gift of the church. The, uh, the, the, the prophet of this church, evangelist that he would build. Let that anointing rest upon us that we will have a desire to win souls for you if this is what you desire and your hands are lifted up may that be your portion this afternoon may God give you that heart the heart of passion for the lost sheep may God give to you in Jesus mighty name that we pray and everything say amen, amen. Ah, give a clap offering unto the Lord please be seated We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.